Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today Breakfast Briefing. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Friday the 12th of November. And as usual, with all the information contained in this briefing, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this briefing. If you need to, you can always pause the PowerPoint slide here and read our disclaimer in full. And if you're listening on a podcast, you can head to marcustoday.com.au to read that disclaimer. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community, we'd love to have you on board and you can sign up on our website for a free 14-day trial. All right, well, last night on the Dow, we had a bit of a mixed session on the face of it, with the Dow Jones falling 159 points, or 0.44%, to 35,921. However, don't despair, that was really due to the big fall in Disney, which is a big part of that Dow 30 index. So despite the fact the Dow fell 0.44%, NASDAQ was up half a percent, 82 points to 15,704, and the S&P 500 was up three points in the middle for diddle, virtually unchanged. 46.49, a little bit of uh, wimping towards the end, but just managed to keep its head above water. And amidst all this optimism that's broken out, we did also get Remember, the bond market in the U.S. was closed yesterday for Veterans Day. That VIX index, with no real input from bonds or the volatility that we've seen from the bond market, fell 5.7% to 1766. With Brent crude, though, in commodities, doing well, up 0.3 of a percent, 23 cents to 82.87. We had WTI up 31 basis points, or two, or 0.25 of a dollar, 25 cents to 81.59. The US dollar gold price, though, soaring, going nuts. It looks like the millennials have discovered gold as well as crypto, but it was up 0.8 of a percent, $15.60 to 1863.90. So it's well and truly busted out of that range, the 1750 to 1800. So the gold bulls will be in ascendancy today. And we also saw the iron ore price uh, bouncing big time yesterday after Chinese developer Evergrande or Nevergrande uh, managed to uh, find some money down the back of the sofa and pay yet another interest payment in the nick of time. So iron ore up 5.2%, $4.70 to 94.20. Other commodities also doing well last night. Uh, LME copper up 1.1. Nickel doing nothing though. Uh, Aluminium up 2.9. Zinc down 0.5. Lead up 8.85. And tin up 1.43%. As a result... Of all this commodity bullishness, we saw some big rises in mining stocks overseas. Freeport McMoran was up 9%. Alcoa was up nearly 11%. Uh, TechCorp uh, fell 2%. But Anglo-American was up nearly 6%. Glencore up 4.1%. And Vale up 5.6%. BHP in ADR terms was up 5.2%. And Rio up 4.1% last night. So... Some pretty good rises in store potentially for our resource sector. Here you can see the S&P 500, bit of a wiggledy-waggledy kind of day, uh, closing towards its lows, just managing to hold up above that all-important uh, flatlining. But Disney was the big drop on the Dow, fell seven points and uh, on the back of the results there. Uh, what's on today? The Disney sending the, the Dow lower. The White House is talking They'll take the inflation threat more seriously, but very little it can do over the near term to ease price pressures. I've written a thing in Henry's Take today about inflation and uh, what's happening there. I did a, 
a straw poll on Facebook yesterday in the discussion group asking people if they'd seen inflation in their lives, and the answer was most definitely yes. And the Biden agenda not designed to address economy facing shortages or inflation. Many CEOs saying inflationary pressure is likely to run for longer. Transitory seems to be a longer period of time. UK Q3 GDP slower than expected, despite a pickup in healthcare. And the ECB Holzman says bond purchases could end as soon as September 22. The global bond rally following hotter inflation prints challenges central banks' transitory narrative. And Biden is facing growing pressures to reimpose ban on US oil exports, a move that could send WTI lower but could backfire on the shale drillers. Haven't heard an awful lot from the shale drillers. I remember a time when the US was uh, almost self-sufficient on oil and didn't really care about uh, what other people were doing because they were producing so much uh, oil from shale down in Texas. But we haven't heard an awful lot about that recently. And Germany's uh, COVID cases hit a record high for the fourth straight day as the fourth wave sweeps through the country. What's on today? We've got business manufacturing PMI for New Zealand. That is going to be certainly a big market mover today. CBA predicting more weakness for the Aussie dollar. 71.73 is the next key support level. Uh, Looking at those BHP and Rio numbers, 5.1% for BHP, Rio up 4.4. We did see uh, iron ore stocks move quite well yesterday as well. So we do tend to react to the uh, changes in Dalian iron ore futures in real time rather than the uh, previous day. So we should uh, see some strength in those, but maybe not quite those levels. In tech stocks in the US, Tesla were down 0.8%. Elon Musk confirming that he did sell a bunch of shares to pay his tax bill. Apple down 0.1%. Disney down nearly 7%. Netflix up 2.7% there. In other US stocks, we had uh, Microsoft up half a percent, and the banking sector in the U.S. a little bit better. Citicorp up one percent, Goldman up 0.8, Bank of America up half a percent, and Rivian is the world's fifth largest automaker by market cap. It has uh, produced very few cars as yet, but some very nice rendered images of what their cars will look like. But a hundred billion dollar market cap. Just on that, Square was unchanged, 0.3 of a percent. European mining sector rallied 3.7%. It was the best day in four months. That Anglo-American up 5.9%. And yesterday, the Chinese CSI 300 real estate index, which tracks blue chip property shares, surged 9%. It was the best day in seven years. And uh, Alcelor Mittal says it expects steel consumption outside of China to rise 12 to 13% this year. Liontown, uh, front page of the Fin Review today, sees uh, inflationary pressures as mine costs will be 45% more to build. But it will be bigger and better, though. So it is punting that more money up front will produce a better and more profitable mine. There's some value concerns emerging over the merger of Oil Search and Santos and Suncorp. Some talk about a demerger of its banking assets there. Baron Joey Capital driving that one. Question of the day today is, are you a gold bull? We've seen, obviously, a lot of people pile into crypto, heading all-time highs for Bitcoin. But are you a gold bull? Certainly has been uh, on the ascendancy in the last few sessions as inflation seems to be breaking out and interest rates seem to be low. So that is a good thing for gold. That is a perfect storm almost for the gold price at the moment. And with the Aussie dollar coming under some pressure as well, 
That is also good for Aussie gold miners. So are you a gold bull? That's it for me today. Thanks very much for listening. And you can uh, jump onto the Facebook discussion group. We'd love to have your thoughts, ideas, and insights there. If you're listening on a podcast and not on a video, you'll know already that we've split the podcast into four. We have the Marcus Today strategy with Marcus talking about his strategy pieces. Uh, We have the On The Desk podcast with the market conversations with the guys down in Melbourne. And I do my On The Couch podcast uh, every now and then with fund managers or CEOs of businesses that uh, take my fancy. There is, of course, the last one is the Breakfast and the End of Day podcast, which are there for you to enjoy. You can trial one, two, three or four. And if you're not yet a member of the Marcus Today community and you are listening on a podcast or watching this video elsewhere, then we'd love to have you on board the Marcus Today community. You can sign up at marcustoday.com.au and you can get a 14-day free trial. That's it for me today. Have a great weekend. Stay safe out there.